0: Canto 3, Section 5, Number 36 This world of bliss he saw and felt its call, But found no way to enter into its joy. Across the conscious gulf there was no bridge. A darker air encircled still his soul, Tied to an image of unquiet life in spite of yearning mind and longing sense, to a sad thought by gray experience formed, and a vision dimmed by care and sorrow and sleep, all this seemed only a bright desirable dream, conceived in a longing distance by the heart of one who walks in the shadow of earth pain. Although he once had felt The eternal's clasp, too near to suffering worlds, his nature lived, and where he stood were entrances of night. Hardly, too close beset by the world's care, can the dense mould in which we have been made return sheer joy to joy, pure light to light. For its tormented will to think and live, first to a mingled pain and pleasure woke, and still it keeps the habit of its birth, a dire duality is our way to be. In the crude beginnings of this mortal world, life was not, nor mind's play, nor heart's desire. When earth was built in the unconscious void, and nothing was, save a material scene, identified with sea and sky and stone, her young gods yearned for the release of souls asleep in objects vague, inanimate. In that desolate grandeur, in that beauty bare, in the deaf stillness, mid the unheeded sounds, heavy was the uncommunicated load of Godhead in a world that had no needs, for none was there to feel, or to receive. This solid mass, which brooked no throb of sense, could not contain their vast creative urge. Immersed no more in matter's harmony, the spirit lost its statuesque repose. In the uncaring trance it groped for sight, passioned for the movements of a conscious heart. Famishing for speech and thought and joy and love, in the dumb, insensitive, wheeling day and night, hungered for the beat of yearning and response. The poised in conscience, shaken with a touch, the intuitive silence trembling with a name, they cried to life to invade the senseless mould and in brute forms. Awake divinity. A voice was heard on the mute rolling globe, a murmur moaned in the unlistening void. A being seemed to breathe where once was none, something pent up in dead insentient depths, denied conscious existence, lost to joy, turned as if one asleep since stateless time aware of its own buried reality, remembering its forgotten self and right. It yearned to know, to aspire, to enjoy, to live. Life heard the call and left her native light, overflowing from her bright, magnificent plain, on the rigid coil and sprawl of mortal space. Here, too, the gracious, great-winged angel poured her splendor and her sweetness and her bliss, hoping to fill a fair new world with joy. As comes a goddess to a mortal's breast and fills his days with her celestial clasp, she stooped to make her home in transient shapes. In matter's womb she cast the immortal's fire. In the unfeeling vast woke thought and hope, smote with her charm and beauty, flesh and nerve, and forced delight on earth's insensible frame. Alive and clad with trees and herbs and flowers, earth's great brown body smiled towards the skies. Azure replied to Azure in the sea's laugh. New sentient creatures filled the unseen depths. Life's glory and swiftness ran in the beauty of beasts. Man dared and thought, and met with his soul the world. But while the magic breath was on its way, before her gifts could reach our prisoned hearts, a dark, ambiguous presence questioned all. The secret will that robes itself with night, and offers to spirit the ordeal of the flesh, imposed a mystic mask of death and pain. Interned now in the slow and suffering years, sojourns the winged and wonderful wayfarer, and can no more recall her happier state, but must obey the inert in conscience law insensible foundation of a world, in which blind limits are on beauty laid, and sorrow and joy as struggling comrades live. A dim and dreadful muteness fell on her, abolished was her subtle mighty spirit, and slain her boon of child-god happiness, and all her glory into littleness turned and all her sweetness into a maimed desire. To feed death with her works is here life's doom. So veiled was her immortality that she seemed, inflicting consciousness on unconscious things, an episode in an eternal death, a myth of being that must forever cease. Such was the evil mystery of her change.